Hey everybody, welcome back to Mothership Connection, your place for everything. I uh, hope you enjoyed the Harrison Ford episode, I really liked doing it. Um, I didn't get this Ethan Hawke one out before the end of the year, so this will be the first episode of 2022. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed Harrison Ford, I hope you had a good New Year's Eve. I hope you stayed safe and clean and swifty, I guess. Um, yeah, so welcome to 2022, the... Uh, the year of uh, more nonsense, I'm assuming. But, uh, yeah, so we're going to do Ethan Hawke. Love Ethan Hawke, so let's go ahead and get into it. And, eh, eh, eh. Hey, all right, everybody, welcome back. Ethan Hawke is on the docket today. Um, I don't know who's at bats. Um, I don't know what the next one will be about. I'd like to do an episode where it's like the state of Marvel. Because um, I think Marvel is... Even though Spider-Man is making more money than anybody ever thought possible for that movie. I think it's already past Endgame. Endgame fucking sucked anyway. But it's making tons and tons of money. But I think that's just like a uh, a false figure for Marvel there. Because, uh, you know, I think they're really going to regret doing that timeline shit. And multiverse stuff. And uh, so maybe I'll do an episode about like the state of Marvel. Since they, you know, they plot out their movies like 10 years ahead of time. So, you know, maybe that'll be the next episode. And you know what? Yeah, that will. That, that'll be the next episode I do is Mothership Connection presents the state of Marvel. No senator for them. But, um, yeah. So, is Chicago? Is not Chicago? Um, if you get that reference and you're a true, a true one. <clears throat> it was a uh, soul coughing reference. But yeah, so we're going to do Ethan Hawke today, uh, one of my favorite actors. The man has not made a bad movie. He has not been involved in a bad movie. He's made some choices to not be in movies he should have been that kind of uh, backfired on him. Not really backfired. I mean, he's rich beyond his belief and very respectable in Hollywood and has had a great career. <clears throat> so what do, what do you think of when you think of Ethan Hawke? Do you think of Reality Bites? Do you think of Training Day? Do you think of Ethan Hawke? Um, I mean, you probably should be thinking of Ethan Hawke first. But most people probably think of Training Day right away, um, just because that was such like a polarizing movie. A lot of people love that movie, and a lot of people can't stand it. I don't, I don't understand why. I think it's a pretty good movie. I don't think it's some masterpiece that people try to say it is, and I also don't think that, that it sucks like people try to say but the man has not, he's not been in a bad movie. He's made smart choices. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm trying to clear my 2022 throat here. Ugh. I need some 2022 ginger ale. Uh, by the way, there's like some fancy premium ginger ale called Fever Tree that the internet's like coming all over itself about. Don't get it. It sucks. It sucks. It's expensive and it's not very good. So don't don't fall for it. So if anyone's trying to tell you to drink Fever Tree ginger ale... Tell them, politely say, no thanks, you fucking asshole. Um, just not good and it's expensive. Now, the whole internet's like, oh, God. It's like, it's not good. It's just influencers trying to fucking do shit, you know? But, uh, so Ethan Hawke, you know, he was in the White Fang movies, which, if you grew up in the 90s, those are books you read. Uh, I believe they made us read it in sixth grade. Uh, it's about this guy that uh, makes friends with this wolf in the wild. I mean, there's, there's several books and movies similar to that. But it's pretty cool. <clears throat> Sorry, that 2022 is not kind to my throat needing cleared up. 
Oh no, what a bad start. Uh, no, just kidding. But um, so he was in a lot. He was in a, quite a few movies. He was in that movie Mr. Date that had the band Guar in it. Um, he's in the movie Dead Rising Sun, White Fang one, White Fang one and two. I believe that there's more White Fangs after two, but I honestly think they were made like straight to move straight to VHS or straight to whatever. So he wasn't involved in that because why would he be? He was in that movie Alive about those that true story about the plane wreck. Um, I forget. I think it was from the seventies whenever they ate each other. Um, but that's like a, a true movie. Then he was in uh, Real- Realty Bites, Reality Bites, which was a uh, was like his coming out of like here's this guy's a star type of movie. You know, he was in that. Winona Ryder was in it. Ben Stiller, Steve Zahn. Um, there's some other woman in it that I can't think of her name, but it's, it's the cool movie, but that was the movie that like that movie put Ethan Hawke on the map, Ethan Hawke on the map. So that, and then he was in search and destroy. Um, he was in that movie Gattaca. That's fucking awesome. He was in a couple other, you know, like, I don't even know how to describe it. Just like normal movies, movies that aren't really like a genre. They're not really action but they're not boring and they're not comedy but they're not it's it's also funny like just like a normal movie i don't i don't know how to describe it. it's kind of like just trying to think of a movie that's like not really about anything and isn't really like a, a genre i don't know you can help me out by hitting me up on twitter or the or the website or the email of any of a movie that's just like kind of just like a movie it's not really a genre it's not really important um, I mean, there's tons of movies that aren't important. Um, Son of Sniglet being one of those. But yeah, if you can think of any, you can, you can try to help me out. Trying to make the podcast a little bit more interactive in 2022, uh, which would require a little bit of work for me to actually, you know, check the email, the Twitter page, and the website. Or update the website. <laughs> but yes, I would, I would definitely like to make it a little bit more interactive in 2022. Interactive... Interactive. Welcome to the new page. To the new page. Um, there won't be a new page. It just fit with the the parodying of that song, "Radioactive" by Thinking of Dragons. Um, then he was in this movie with Matthew McConaughey. It was pretty sweet, called The Newton Boys. Um, then he was in Hamlet. And just like like I was saying with Harrison Ford, most of the actors that I praise and most of the actors that I like are multi, like they can do anything. You know what I mean? Like an example of an actor who's a piece of shit, can't do anything is Ken Jong. He's not funny. He's obnoxious. He can only play one role and that is obnoxious. And the dude used to be a doctor. And I mean, you would think that a, an actual doctor would have more mental capacity to have more range. But as an actor, did he, 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 all he can play is the annoying, loud Asian guy. That's it. Or like the, the fucking smart alecky, Asian guy. Like, he's just a... Ken Jong sucks. And he's all over TVs on all these, like, competition shows as, like, a judge. And it's like, what? Why is Ken Jong like, on anything? You can only play one character. It's just being loud and obnoxious. He's like the male Melissa McCarthy. You know? Anyway. But, yeah. But Ethan Hawke, he can do comedy. He can do action. He can do thrillers. He can do sci-fi. He can do romance. He can do... um, You know, like, being in Hamlet... You know, that takes a certain kind of actor to do that. But then that brings us to Training Day. Training Day. 
Denzel Washington was pretty fierce in that movie. I'll probably do an episode about Denzel soon, too. He's another one who's never been in a bad movie. There's movies that are better than others that he's been in, but he's never been in a quote-unquote bad movie. But yeah, Training Day is fun. It's, it's awesome. I like Training Day. People shit all over it. I don't know why. Um, like I said, it's very polarizing. I think it's because Denzel's like so mean and just swears the entire movie like nonstop. Kind of like that Paul Walker movie that I really like, Running Scared, which is a fucking, it's an awesome movie. But, like, they purposely had everyone in the movie swear, like, nonstop the entire movie. And not that I'm kind of, not that I'm like, oh, somebody swore. Let me wash my eyes out or my ears or whatever. But it's like, at the same time, it was kind of distracting to have every single character just swearing nonstop the whole movie. I think Running Scared, like, literally set the record for, like, swearing in a movie. And it's a great movie. And they purposely did that, but it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think you need to hear fuck every two seconds. I don't I mean, it is whatever. It's fine. But, uh, then he was in a movie after that. You know, once again, Training Day, like, he was already popular from being, you know, Reality Bites on, or Realty Bites on. Now, Realty Bites is the Simpsons episode spoofing Reality Bites, and it's, it's fucking hilarious. Um, nothing's better than The Simpsons. It's not. There's nothing better. But, uh, yeah, so Taking Lives was the next movie he was in with Angelina Jolie. I don't know if she's wearing Billy Bob Thornton's blood um, at this time. Her and Billy Bob Thornton were wearing each other's blood in, like, a vial around their neck for, like, a long time. You know what I mean? Fucking weird. Like, why are you, like, I don't, I don't know. It's fucking weird, man. But um, then after that, he was in Assault on Precinct 13, which is a remake of an older movie, and it's a very good movie. Um, Jaw Rule's in it. Don't let that shy you away, because it should, but it shouldn't. He's actually fine in it. Um, but it's a great movie. I suggest watching it. Like, if you're not familiar with Ethan Hawke, like, I would definitely watch Gattaca. I would definitely watch Training Day, Assault on Precinct 13, Lord of War, um... Brooklyn's Finest, Daybreakers, all kind of stuff. I would, I would definitely, you know, watch those movies of his. But it's all preaching 13's cool. And then Lord of War, which it's him and Nicolas Cage, is one of my, like, all-time favorite movies. Um, Jared Leto's in it, too. But um, Jared Leto of 30 Seconds to Mars fame, singer of that group, I really like them. I like their music. So Jared Leto's... Um, I know he's an like, unbelievable weirdo, but he's definitely a good artist. Artist, actor, musician, heartthrob, million million abs, whatever you want to call him. But yeah, Lord of War, it's one of my favorite movies ever. If you've never seen it, I would suggest watching it. It's also a true story. Um, based off a true story. So mostly true. But it's him, Nicolas Cage, Jared Leto. Uh, and it's, it's a really, it's a great movie. I, I would suggest watching it. If you haven't already seen it in your life, which I would hope that you did. Um, but, you know, maybe you didn't. I don't know. I don't know. Most people aren't, you know, insomniac-ridden weirdos like me that stay up watching movies all night. But, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's, Lord of War is great. I saw it on Precinct 13. Like, they, like, those movie companies should start releasing, like, Blu-ray compilations of, like, well, it should be like, Welcome to Ethan Hawke. And it's like, Reality Bites, Gattaca, Training Day, Salt of the Precinct 13, Lord of War, and, like, Daybreakers in The Purge. Like, all in one set. That, that's what they should start doing. 
So it'd be cool. You should have like, welcome to Ethan Hawke. Welcome to Jim Carrey. Welcome to Bruce Willis. And they just have like their marquee movies on there. And I think that'd be good. I mean, the, I don't know. They should just do that. They should have like collections. Same thing with they should sell like holiday collections of sitcoms. It should be like King of Queens, like the Christmas episodes. Seinfeld, Christmas episodes. Modern Family, Christmas episodes. Like people would buy that. I would buy it. I don't want to sift through all the seasons to watch the fucking Christmas episode. It's going to be it all in one compilation. And I'll get my fucking Cool Ranch Doritos and some Cherry Pepsi and just, you know, watch it. You know what I mean? Good stuff. Uh, but after Lord of War, he was with the, uh, in a movie called Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. Uh, it's a cool movie and Marissa Tomei's in it, so I'll watch it. Marissa Tomei's a fucking earth goddess. She's so beautiful and she's never been married. She's like 50 now, and she's never been married, even though she's extremely uh, nice and extremely beautiful. So it's, it's by choice that she's not, but that's kind of weird. She does have several cats, though. I think she has five cats, uh, what she said in a recent interview. And she said, because she's in Aunt May in the Spider-Man movies now, um, and she said, I just never met the right person. So even though she's rich, beautiful, and adorable, she's still, uh, you know, What's what's the uh, what's the single ladies um, terminology? It's spin, is it spinster? Is the spinster, the single woman? I don't know. But anyway, she's Mar- Marissa Tomei is fucking beautiful. Go watch My Cousin Vinny. She's amazing in My Cousin Vinny. It's a great movie, and she's peak hotness in that movie. But that's it's a good movie. Um, Ethan Hawke, he's worth he's worked with Uma Thurman like in probably five movies. So I'm pretty sure they probably banged. Um, no, I'm, actually, I'm most positive she probably banged, or they probably banged. But Emma Thurman, she's she's good in Kill Bill. That's about it. She's not a very good actress, so she's just not. She's good in Kill Bill, but everything else, she's really not good in at all. She's just plain Jane, you know. Lane's Addiction. That would be a funny name for a bowling team. Lane's Addiction, kind of like Jane's Addiction, but Lane's Addiction. Either way. Um, then he was in another movie called What Doesn't Kill You. Um, I vaguely remember that one. Um, I don't really, I can't really comment on it because I don't remember it very well. I know I've seen it, but I don't remember much of it, so I'm not gonna, not gonna talk about it because I don't know what the fuck it's about. You know what I mean? I'll forget it. Then he's in Brooklyn Finest with Wesley Snipes. Great movie, really good movie. Uh, Staten Island, same thing. I kind of re- recognize it, um, but I don't really remember it much. I might not have got the whole way through it. I'm sorry again. 2022 throat. Jeez. Must be that being 36 and a half throat. Um, then he was in Daybreakers, which is a really cool vampire movie. If you've never seen it, I suggest watching Daybreakers. Um, it's really, really good. It is. It's just a really good movie. Um, then he was in the Total Recall remake, which was really good. It was Colin Farrell, um, Kate Beckinsale, Jessica Biel, and Brian Cranston. Um, it was really good, and then they, for whatever reason, Ethan Hawke was in it, but then they cut him during, like, final production, and so he was, he's in the director's cut of the Total Recall remake, but he's not, like, in the normal cut. But if you never saw, like, the Total Recall remake, I'm usually, like, not four remakes, but the Total Recall remake was really good, so I suggest watching that. It's really cool. Um, Total Recall remake. I think it came out in 2012. Um... So, yeah, I would definitely watch the Total Recall remake. 
even if you've never seen the original, which I hope that you would have, it's one of the most iconic sci-fi films ever. Uh, but if you haven't seen the original, you don't need. It doesn't matter. You can still watch the pre this remake, and it's you won't be confused or anything like that. But it's it's a really cool movie, and it was really well done. Plus, who doesn't like to see Kate Beckinsale and Jessica Biel fight each other? You know what I mean? I do. Just make it clap. Boom, 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 boom. Just make it clap. Boom, 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 boom. Flip mode is the greatest. Um, and then after the Total Recall, which he got cut from, but he still got paid for, so, you know, lottie dotty. Then he was in The Purge, which I've only seen the first Purge. It's okay. I haven't seen, like, the, uh, I think there's three sequels now. Is there two or three? Somebody can correct me on the interactive Twitter page. Um, but yeah, if someone can correct me, but I think there's three purges now, or maybe there's three sequels. I don't know, but I only saw the first one. I liked it. Um, then he was in this movie with Selena Gomez called The Getaway, which is really cool. Um, it's usually at, like at Dollar General and like the $5 Blu-ray bin. I've seen it there like all the time at multiple Dollar Generals. Um, so yeah, it's, it's very accessible is what I'm trying to say, but it was a cool movie. Um, I don't, I mean, she's okay. I don't really care for her too much. Um, but it was, it was a good movie. It's worth like a, a weekend rental. You know what I mean? If you're bored or if you're, you know, buying something at Dollar General and you want to waste five bucks, you can buy the Blu-ray. Um, uh, but it's, it's worth watching. I mean, it's good. Uh, and then he was in some movie called Maggie's Plan, but I don't, I never saw it, so. I wanted to mention it because people like it, but I never saw it. I don't even know what it's about. Um, but then he was in the Magnificent Seven remake with Denzel and Chris Pratt and all them funny guys. But it was a good movie. Um, Denzel's great and everything. I'm not sure how it did in the box office because there's a lot of bigots out there that didn't want to see Denzel playing a traditionally white character, which I don't understand why that would matter. Um, but I, I don't know if it did well because of, unfortunately, because of that uh, nonsense that, you know, some of the fucking assholes we live with in this world didn't want to go see it because of that. Uh, but it was great. Denzel was great in it. Chris Pratt's good in it. Ethan Hawke's good in everything. You know, so the Magnificent Seven remake, the original movie is like some cowboy movie from God knows when. Um, probably some kind of John Wayne thing. But I, I liked it. I liked the remake. I watched it. It was good. I liked it. Um I've been getting rid of a lot of my, like, Blu-rays and stuff, so I haven't been, like... I've really been, like, dwindling down my movie collection. Um, Over the last probably two or three years, I've probably cut it in half. So I haven't really been buying um, buying any DVDs or Blu-rays or anything like that. But if I were still doing that at, like, the pace I used to, I def- Magnificent Seven's definitely one of the ones I would buy. It's just, it's just good. It's well done. Um, you know, it's just good. <laughs> You know what I mean? But the reason I was getting rid of, I got rid of like half of my movie collection was like, A, it was way too fucking big. And I looked, was, you know, sifting through it one night and just, I was like, a lot of this stuff is like stuff I don't need to own. You know what I mean? But there's certain movies like in the collection, like I'll always want to have. And there's other ones I was like, yeah, I liked it at the time. Been sitting on my shelf for like years. Haven't watched it, so got rid of it. And this isn't like an ad, but like I use this company called Declutter, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, as long as the, the product you're trying to trade into them has a barcode, uh, you can just scan the barcode and they'll tell you how much they'll give you for it. And they'll send you a free 
a free shipping label and you just got to put it in a box, send it out, and then they put the money into your account. It's pretty painless. Um, like I said, that, that's not an ad. It's just a company I used that was good. I could put ads on these episodes and make money off it, but I don't really, I don't want to make my friends and, and subscribers and followers listen to an ad. You know what I mean? I don't want to be in like mid rant and be like, here's an ad for Pepsi AC or here's an ad for hackers helpers. Here's an ad for, you know, fuck you. So I'll, I'll never put ads on this podcast. Cause I don't want my friends or fans or I don't want to say fans. So I don't know if I have any fans, but, uh, friends, subscribers, listeners, well-wishers, uh, contemporaries. I don't want them to have to listen to ads. So you have my word, everyone out there and every, everyone listening that I'll never put ads on this podcast. Regardless, I'll never put ads on it. But um, they ask me to every time. Every time I make an episode, it's like, are you sure you don't want to put a paid advertisement on here? And I say, I don't want to do it. Okay. <laughs> but um, oh, someone's texting me. I'm getting text notifications during the episode. So sorry about that. Sorry if you can't stand hearing a little bing in your ear. But uh, yeah, so after the Magnificent Seven, he had a movie called 24 Hours to Live. Um, it's kind of like, like that movie Crank. Or the Crank movies. I can't believe they made more than one Crank movie. And Dennis from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is in the Crank movies. He's a doctor. So, yeah. But it's kind of like Crank where it's just like he's going to die, so he has to kill a bunch of people. Um, 24 Hours to Live, like they steal his kidney or something, and he has to go get it back or he'll die. Same thing with that. It's like that Van Damme movie. It's, I think it's called like Seven Pounds of Flesh where they take his liver or something and he has to put it back in himself. I don't know. It's it's a good action movie, but it's just fucking as far as like movies go, it's just it's fucking sucks. But it's a good action movie. Um, and then he was in the, the Tesla biopic where he played Tesla. Uh, I never saw it. I want to see it. That is, never saw it yet. It came out in like twenty nineteen, I think. I didn't see it yet, but uh, it gets good reviews, and he's in it, so I'm sure it's good. Ethan Hawke's like a really good actor. Um, and so what else is he in? Then he was in some movie called The Guilty that I hadn't seen. But he also, I've been seeing previews every time I've gone to the movies to see. He has a movie called The Black Phone, which is like a horror sci-fi thriller that looks really, really cool. And I really, really want to go see it. Um, so I think it's out now or coming out. But uh, I'd really like to go see it. I haven't seen the new spider I know exactly what happens in the new Spider-Man. Um, I haven't seen it yet. But, uh, just cause it's been, the movies have been like sold out for Spider-Man for like weeks, except for like the front row seats, but I'm not, I'm never going to go to the movies and sit in the front row. You know what I mean? Like, why would I fucking do that? You know, hurts your fucking neck. can't see the screen. Good. Someone decides to run in there and start shooting people like you're, you're in a bad spot. So I'd rather just not see it yet as opposed to like sitting in the very front of the movie theater, you know? You could, I mean, the only upside of sitting in the front is you could beat off during the movie and no one would see you or notice. Um, yeah, and you'd be splashing the ghost on the floor, so nobody would really care. But that's, I mean, I don't know. But no one's really, I mean, sitting in the front movie outside of being able to, like, beat off isn't really a good a good seat at the movie theater. Plus, if you're going to beat off at the movie, just go to the fucking drive-in. You know what I mean? Uh I don't know what, like, drive-in movie theaters are awesome. I wish they would have, like, a resurgence. Like, there's still the one in Moon. Um, I think there's still the one in Hopewell. But, um, and the, the, the Dependable's cool, even though it has airplanes flying over non-fucking-stop. 
Um, but the drive-ins are cool. I mean, they're nice, especially in the, when the weather's nice. Um, it's, it's just a good time. The snack bar's got good funnel cake, good fries. It's The drive-in's just a good time, you know what I mean? Take your camping chair, take your fucking cooler full of whatever, you know, dress casual, beat off if you want. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just a good time. Drive-in's a good time. Uh, the one at Robinson's now, it's like Sheets now or something stupid. Um, is it is that Sheets now or is it like Advanced Auto Parts or something even dumber? I don't know. But there used to be a lot of them around. Um, same thing with pool halls. I wish there was pool halls around still. I never see pool halls anywhere. Um, there used to be one in Moon. There's not one anymore. There used to be one at uh, Parkway Center Mall. There's not one anymore. That was that was what? Mr. Pockets. That's what that was called. It was fun. I love playing pool. I'm not the greatest at it, but I love playing it. Um, and if I ever came into like money, like a windfall of money... Well, pool table is like one of the first things I would buy. I would want to be like 90s rich. I would have like a pool table, a hot tub, a trampoline, like all the stuff that was like a sign of wealth in the 90s, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. Pool table and hot tub are like two things that I des- desperately want um, to have at some point. Hot tubs, are the, they're fucking awesome. And people are like, oh, I got to clean it. It's like, yeah, well, no shit. Are you, you going to deny yourself eternal, like, relaxation and a nice time because you have to clean it? You know what I mean? You got to clean a pool, too, you fuck. Hot tubs are fucking awesome. There's, like, the Hot Tub Expo going on right now at the Monroeville Convention Center. I would love to go just to look at all the hot tubs. But, no, hot tubs are great. Like, a hot tub and a pool table are definitely two things that, like, I would buy immediately if I had, like, the... Uh, the, th- the throwaway cash because they're not necessities, but they're definitely cool. And I wouldn't let my pool t- pool table turn into like a, a regular table. Like most people do. A lot of people with pool tables, you go to their house and it's just become like where all the laundry sits, you know? But yeah. What else would I want that would make me like nineties rich besides the pool table, a trampoline and a hot tub. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know what what else is like '90s rich. If you know what I'm trying to talk about, get some mag wheels, I guess. I don't know, like a removable face stereo for your car. For your car. That's why, like, being rich now is so much better than being rich back then because there's so many cooler things you could buy now. I might, I think I might have touched on this before, but it's like, if you're rich in like the '80s, it's like, oh, I got a new VCR. It's like, fuck you. I'll go to the Goodwill store and get a VCR now. You fuck. But, uh, yeah, so I don't know. Pool tables, hot tubs, bitches, it's all there. Especially when girls just sit in a hot tub and their tits are just floating on top. Ugh, it's awesome. It's awesome, awesome, awesome. But, yeah, so, I mean, Ethan Hawkey's great, you know. I know he's supposed to be... He's playing somebody in Marvel movies soon. Because I know Christian Bale's the bad guy in the new Thor. He's called. He's playing the character called Gore the Butcher. He was, like, his a character that kills the gods. Um, he's like a god butcher. Like, he kills the gods of, like, all these different planets and stuff. And I know Christian Bale... Or not Christian Bale. I'll do a Christian Bale episode, too, because he, I like him a lot, too. He's awesome. Um, but with Ethan Hawke, he's supposed to be playing somebody in the MCU. Um, I'll have to research it. Then I can mention it in the State of Marvel episode that I do. 
But he's supposed to be playing some bad guy, too. Um, I don't know. I always thought he would make a good Cyclops, you know? And James Marsden did a great great job playing Cyclops. But I always thought Ethan Hawke would be a good Cyclops. Because I really hope, like, when, when the X-Men get introduced to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU, that they make them, like, serious. You know what I mean? Because they want to they be goofy with Star-Lord and Iron Man and Thor being goofy and blah, 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 blah. They should, the X-Men need to be, like, serious. And the X-Men movie should be rated R. Like, Marvel should really have, like, a subset of the MCU where the movies are rated R. Because some of them, most of them need to be. Like, X-Men movies need to be rated R. The comics were so fucking bloody and gory and had sex and swearing and drugs. and The X-Men comics were fucking awesome, but they, those movies need to be rated R. And, like, the Blade movies need to be rated R. You know, and if you're a tat, you want to, like... Because Jared Leto's playing Morbius, and, like, that's a Marvel movie in, in conjunction with Sony. Sony. So New York. But, uh... That's what Sony stands for, is so New York, by the way. But um, they're making Morbius rated R. Why don't you make the Blade movies and the X-Men have like that whole side, like Punisher, Ghost Rider, Blade, the X-Men, uh, whatever else you want to put, like have that subset be Deadpool, be rated R. And they can they can still interact like in the normal MCU, but they, their main movies should be serious and should be bloody and should be gory and should be fucking crazy, not... This like joke around, like not be serious, campy bullshit that they're turning everything else into. And don't get me wrong, I like Chris Pratt as Star Lord. I like Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. I like Hemsworth as Thor. But they're making they they're turning their characters all into being like way too cartoonish. You know what I mean? So I hope when they bring the X Men in and the Fantastic Four, I hate the Fantastic Four. You know what I mean? Like, get, like they're like, oh, the Fantastic Four. It's like who fucking cares? Their characters suck. Oh, a big fucking rock guy. A guy that can stretch. A girl that can be invisible. You know, that could be any girl playing dodgeball. And then just fucking, what, the human torch? Oh, he can turn into fire. It's like, cool. These people all collectively suck. You know what I mean? They're making a big deal. It's like, oh, we got the Fantastic Four, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to see it. I won't go see it. You know what I mean? It's like Jim from The Office is playing Mr. Fantastic. It's like, oh, cool. And then his wife in real life is playing Invisible Girl. Who knows if they'll have to play the thing. And they should be funny and just let Chris Evans play the Human Torch again. But, um, so yeah. But I'll, I'll talk about all this shit in my State of Marvel episode. Um, so yeah. So I hope you had a good New Year's Eve. Um, welcome to 2022. The year of the expanding band. But, uh, yeah, so let's do some predictions for 2022, shall we? And you can uh, shoot some predictions at me on Twitter if you'd like, at MothershipCon5. Um, but I think that when they turn 5G on on January 5th, that a lot of people are going to get sick. And they're going to blame it on something else when it's actually the 5G radiation poisoning. Which, go ahead and Google 5G radiation poisoning, you'll see what I mean. Um, I think that they're going to try to do Project Bluebeam this year, which is uh, the fake alien invasion. So go ahead and Google uh, Project Bluebeam. Tell you everything you need to know. And if you see any, if you've seen any of those crazy like hologram advertisements they have overseas, and you'll you'll know it's not very far off. Um, I think that the Penguins will win the Stanley Cup. 
I think that the new Chili Peppers album will blow my fucking dick away. Can't wait till that comes out. And I think that it'll just be a... Uh, I think Russia is going to invade Ukraine. I think China is going to invade Taiwan. And I think that our uh, commander in Kuwait will not do anything. And those countries will suffer greatly. Um, I predict there'll be a peach Mountain Dew. And... Uh, I think that the domestication of the dog will continue unevaded. So those are my 2022 predictions. Um, I also think a lot of people are going to get arrested, like famous people. I just feel, I feel it coming. I feel it coming, babe. Um, so yeah, those are my, like, what, seven predictions? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, whatever. You can't stop it, you know? Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. The powers of B already have their, their plans in place. Got my plan in place, Bab. Hey, Bab, you want to see my plan? It's in place. Um, so, yeah. And maybe there'll be some companies that open up some funny funny locations. Like, I'd like to see a bar that only serves, like, the worst beers. And it's called Poor Choice. And it's spelled P-O-U-R Choice. That would be funny. People would go as, like, the little shtick. I mean, eventually they'd probably have to have real, like, actual legitimate beers people like. Uh, but at first, you know, people would go. It could be like one of those stupid pop-up bars. It's like, hey, we serve the worst beers on purpose. Come down to poor choice. You know? Then all the waitresses and bartenders are named Gail somehow. Or, like, I'd like to see, like, a craft tea house for fat guys called Obesa Tea. And it's just spelled T-E-A, so... It's like a, a fancy tea house for fat guys. You know what I mean? I think that'd be pretty funny. And fat women can come too. But um, just, yeah, it would just be called obesa tea. Be all kind of teas from around the world. Um, all the seats would be reinforced. It'd be good. Uh, no patio because they don't. Fat guys take it from me. You don't want to sweat outside on the patio. But that would be cool. Um, you know, there's there's plenty of funny names you can have for businesses like that. You know, a math-themed clothing clothing store for women called Significant Figures? Um, that's a pretty highbrow math joke, so I hope you got it. But yeah, stuff like that. Like, people should have fun. Have fun like it's the 90s. You can just take a chance on anything. Um, I also hope that um, music stars quit having stupid fucking names. Like, who's that guy? Kevin Sweatshirt or something? Or Earl Sweatshirt? Or Kid Leroy. Your stage name is Kid Leroy? Uh, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, that was the Ethan Hawke episode. I hope you liked it. Movies you know, movies from him that I would definitely suggest you see um, would have to be definitely Lord of War. That's like one of my favorite movies ever. Um, Lord of War, Assault on Priesting 13, The Purge, Daybreakers, Gattaca, Reality Bites, and... Um, I guess you could skip Hamlet. Like that's one of those movies you see once. And it's like, all right, you know, that's it. Um, yeah, but I, and, and Training Day. But I, I think a lot of people have already seen Training Day. But I would definitely start um, with Lord of War. It's, I mean, that's a Nicolas Cage movie. Nicolas Cage is the star of that movie. But Ethan Hawke is the protagonist, or the, I guess he's the hero and the anti-hero in that movie. Really, depending on what, um, what philosophy you have on that kind of thing. Yeah, so I hope you enjoyed listening to it. I enjoyed doing it. This was the first episode of 2022. 
I apologize for having to clear my throat a couple times during the episode. That was, uh, that was not expected. But yeah, so thanks for listening, like always, and keep shaking those motherfucking knees, and the next episode will be about the state of Marvel. Hey! But yeah, thanks for listening. Happy New Year. Hope you and your families are all safe and sound. Um, so yeah, talk to you later. Bye, guys! What do you think about my new jeans? They got a two zippers. Eastern European woman giving a hand job. Is good. Is good. Is good.